0: Change is the only constant, they say, and with each passing year, month or even day for that matter, we are greeted with new technology in one form or the other. Progress has been of a sizable amount, irrespective of the industry one chooses to talk about. The auto industry is no different in that sense and we've come leaps and bounds ahead of where we were a few decades ago. How exactly has this technology changed and what are the advantages or disadvantages? To delve deeper into this topic. Today we have with us Carwale team member Venkat Desirazu. Venkat has a penchant for classic cars irrespective of the make, size or colour. At the same time, he is also up to date with the latest tech in cars and so here he is with us today to share his thoughts. Welcome back to the show Venkat.
1: Hi Sunam. Hi Aditya, thank you for having me here again.
2: So, as Aditya has told me about Venkat, I want to add some things to venkat So, Venkat is an assistant editor for the car for news section. And also, Venkat has a shock of old cars, and vintage cars, and also, there are a lot of knowledge about the latest So, Venkat was Alvida? Sadly, yes.
1: And <laughs> <Yes.
2: laughs> now, Venkat has a Swift. सो so, uh, ये जो चेंज है इससे बेहतर मतलब मुझे नहीं लगता आदित्य वेंकट से बेहतर इस चेंज को डिफाइन करने के लिए या इस एक्सपीरियंस को बताने के लिए कोई और मेंबर हमारे टीम से हो सकता था तो ये कैसा रहा चेंज आपको आपका एस्टीम से स्विफ्ट का
1: आप uh, किस किस डायरेक्शन में आपको चाहिए चेंज सो so like, पहले
2: हम टेक्नोलॉजी की बात करें
1: ठीक है तो मेरे पास जो गाड़ी था uh, 1998 ka esteem tha Wow To uh, Wo Carburetor ke saad tha Wo hmm. Jab Maruti Suzuki Shift kar rete Carburetor se Fuel injection la- Ye last batch tha Jo carburetor ke saad Banaya tha
2: To ye aapne nahi khari di thi, thi Ya second end
1: Nein, Ye meera grandfather ka car tha
2: Wow
1: Wo uh, uh, When he passed away I inherited the car I was allowed to inherit That's the really car That's really
2: interesting Venkat
1: and it it hadn't done m- many kilometers, so the engine was still in good shape, car was still in good shape for a 21-22 year old car. Now uh, one of the biggest differences between carburetor and fuel injection is the way the engine responds, right. Uh, today fuel injection is computer controlled and everything, Absolutely. so you have a certain expectation of performance. You know if you press the accelerator the engine will respond in a certain way with the carburetor it was a little more unpredictable uh, and as as the technology improved the system got better but there's a big difference and also with the carburetor you have to get the engine to warm up you have to drive it in a certain way and uh, you know the maintenance is higher because it's it's more mechanical parts but and this this I have understood after switching cars the purity of driving experience that you get from a carbureted vehicle like that is at least in my case it's uh, I, I would use the term it touched my driving soul like you feel a connection with the car because there's like bare minimum electronics between you and the vehicle you're just it's you and the car and everything you do you get instant responses you know how something is going to work in a certain way
2: I'm sure is car ko or alvida kehna raoga, as you mentioned ki grandfather ki car thi right
1: hmm yeah 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 it was my grandfather's car he he barely used it because he bought it after his retirement so he didn't he didn't use it much i ended up putting more kilometers on it in proportional sense that in the period of ownership that i had i ended up driving it more than he did
0: <laughs> wow venkat i can uh, connect with this Feeling as well. Uh, so, coming to the aspects of technology, how far, according to you, has technology progressed from the time when you first sat in the car to the last time you sat in the car? And uh, what, according to you, is the most significant uh, change that comes to mind instantly?
1: So, uh, uh, the thing with technology is it's grown by leaps and bounds in the last few years because uh, one is the regulations have tightened right? and I will answer the second part of your question and then speak in relation to that which is safety. Safety and I, I would say driver assurance. right? Today, it is understood if you get into a new car, dual front airbags, ABS with EBD, if it is a slightly more expensive vehicle, you get traction control program, you get driving modes, you get uh, active and passive safety restraints. The S team didn't even have retractable seatbelts, those uh, that basically you have to pull the seatbelt out and then normally yeah. when you take the seatbelt off it retracts on its own no, here you have to like sort of <laughs> uh, reel, it, reel it backwards no. You so
2: reminded me of that, uh, uh, what we say window, uh, non power windows. Uh, non
1: power windows no, so you have to like yank it from the back. Uh, and Roll it. down and roll up, roll yeah. Down, yeah. those good old days. Uh. The S team had all roll uh, had all manual windows already. So, like I said, biggest thing is safety. And I, I'll I'll give you a very simple thing now. Uh, between in in the Swift that I drive, between me and the windshield is a, a good at least uh, it's a de- is, is a good amount of space, right? In the S team, it was right there. I've had so many occasions where I remember uh, I. It had manual uh, outside mirrors, so you had to stick your hand out, right? I would forget that the glass is up and end up punching it oh. because it was right there. And one, and because all the frames were thin, that was, that was the regulations of that time, right? That, uh, that was what was expected from the cars. One, one aspect that I'm sure a lot of people will relate with me, and again, it comes from a se- safety perspective, is thin A pillars the when you are driving in the hills or driving around tight twisty roads having thin a pillars is a beautiful thing you get to see around the corner perfectly today because of safety regulations and it is a very good thing you get these thick a pillars it is it is done away with that experience but that is again if we are romanticizing old cars that that is something that will come to everyone's mind instantly.
0: So there is one advantage and one disadvantage of technology.
2: So, if we talk about interior, Vankert, there are many changes in the car, right? So, uh, old school car, cars, which were the cars, and cars, what changes do you see
1: Electronics and features have maximum change in the expectation and demand, और 10 I, I, This will be my now 10th year in the industry next year big difference in expectations there was I'll, I'll give you a simple example the honda city today uh, you're paying a good 17 18 lakhs on road right, right. for a, for a top spec model yes that's right if you go back two generations you got a two in music system mm. right correct that was it 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 had a cd player and aux it didn't even have bluetooth in it right and i think there was a time even when uh, one airbag was even optional in that you can't imagine a company doing that today in that price bracket. You have to offer touchscreen, have to offer projector headlights, have to offer power windows, power mirrors, leather upholstery. It's it's all understood. Height adjustment for the driver's seat. Now you're getting a uh, power driver's seat even in lower end cars, right? It's, uh, it's now an expected thing that you get all of these things in the cars right the number of things you can interact with music systems weren't even a big thing in lot of cars i remember uh, i was reviewing the hyundai eon and the eon was the first time that you got a car in that part of the market where it came with a company fitted music system you got the bluetooth you got cd player you got aux right it was unimaginable or rather uh, how would i put it it was an accepted fact that if you bought a base cheap car, you essentially just, you got like uh, one step above a bare shell. You drove, that is it. <laughs> if, you got, if you got air conditioning, that was a good thing. You got cars without air conditioning. Today, you can't imagine selling a car to someone without air conditioning, right?
0: right. And I don't think there is any such model in the market today. Is there Venka?
1: It's No, there isn't. I, manufacturers have got rid of it, as far as I can tell. You have to, have to give air conditioning today. Uh,
0: but a few budget cars still come with the roll up and roll down windows, don't yeah.
1: they? Yes, yes they do.
2: I think lower variants. Yeah. So I think Aditya, this episode is going to be nostalgic. We are doing it, so we will get it to our listeners too. So when we were talking about our car, we had a lot of old stuff. I had uh, Wagner a base variant. There were also roll up and roll down windows for me. और बहुत सारे a म्यूजिक सिस्टम 2d बहुत music system, so थीं जो आज मेरी कार में that काफी अपग्रेड car have सो यस जब upgraded. So yes, when you बारे में these features, बात की, तो काफी बदलाव मैं साल 5 हूँ, so I am sure that मतलब 10 साल में तो काफी चेंजेस आए हुए कार में।
0: Sorry, uh, I can say that uh, I have been on a strange side of this spectrum, uh, considering that I had a 2002 Type 2 Honda City, which had uh, power windows at the front as well as the rear. But uh, a lucky. few years <laughs> down the line when I, uh, when my parents purchased a Wagon R, uh, it had uh, roll-up, roll-down windows at the front and rear as well.
1: So in, in uh, taking forward what you said, you had these cars that set certain expectations. The Honda City was one of them. For the first time people got to experience all four power windows, fancy seats, VTech kicked in you, right? That kind of thing. And if I recollect correctly, it uh, even had a 6cd changer. So these, uh, there were cars that came along each that, uh, what's the term I can use, up the game. Yeah. I see, right? When So when we're talking about nostalgia, we must also consider that there were segment changes, cars that up until one point the segment ran a certain way, then one car came along and up the ante because you then opened people's eyes to, okay, that is also possible. Now I want that, right?
2: Exactly.
0: It's basically features that were available in uh, premium cars or luxury cars that are watering down to mainstream
1: cars today. That is how it always works, trickle down effect.
0: I guess uh, rare AC vents can be one of those features. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was earlier available only in uh, the likes of I guess the three Germans like uh, BMW, Audi and Mercedes. Yeah. But uh, these days we see them even in budget hatchbacks.
1: If if I can remember the first time uh, it, it was actually one of the selling points of the car. When uh, Hyundai came out with a grand i10, the first one in 2013, they were... Uh, Marketing it as uh, that you now get to experience a premium appeal at budget cost. Not uh, I wouldn't say budget cost uh, at uh, affordable cost, right? Rear air v- rear air vents at that time was wasn't it wasn't a thing at all. The first time you got rear AC vents was uh, uh, you had to go nearly uh, well past the 20 25 lakh rupee mark, and that's where you got it. And these people included. Uh, rear AC vents uh, with the you could adjust the height of the vent. It's not just vents, and then everyone picked up from there. After that, it's now common.
0: Isn't it a similar case with uh, ventilated seats and three sixty degree cameras
1: and digital instrument cluster and big touchscreen systems? Okay, uh, three sixty degree cameras. The even little little things that uh, you open the door and it has. Uh, you get puddle a, lamps. Uh, you get puddle lamps, right? That, those are, uh, how would I put it? They're called feel-good things too. It it makes you feel nice and fancy when you get it to your car. The follow-me-home
0: headlamps as well. Uh, it's
1: <laughs> it's it, very it, fancy. It, it may not serve uh, all that much a practical purpose, but it's meant to make you feel nice inside that uh, I have invested my hard-earned money on something. There's something nice and swanky about it.
0: And uh, one particular feature that I'd like to highlight is uh, the flush fitting door handles that was uh, available only in cars like Lamborghini's and Ferrari's earlier. And now they've come down to models like uh, the Range Rover Evoque and even the XUV700.
1: A story that we broke exclusively in India.
2: So uh, Venkat, you mentioned that the infotainment system was two din or one din. One din now they count in inches, 7-inch screen, 10-inch screen. So how do the system और, uh, और
1: To be honest, I like touch screens. Thing is that when you had a tuned in music system, uh, you then had to account for all of the other things also, right? If if you wanted to add something to that, like they generally they didn't come with Bluetooth in the beginning. Bluetooth only got added later right with a touchscreen it takes up a compact footprint but you get so many more options right uh, and it's also you can look at it this way when you cram more features into a touchscreen system it increases the appeal of the vehicle also right like today you would want to know what your driving style is you would want to be able to look at a tire pressure monitoring system now in the past before touchscreens came along uh, i remember my my friend in He had a diesel swift, he had a reverse parking sensor, there was a little gauge behind the steering wheel that would give that. Today, if you have a touch screen system, your camera is integrated into that, right? As distracting as it can be, sometimes uh, a touch screen is also useful that it's it's blended all the functions. I'll I'll put it this way, how your smartphones exist today works one central point of access for all your functions.
2: And for parking I think uh, camera is very helpful, it it makes your work easy.
1: It's uh, by next year I guess it will become uh, federally mandated in the US that new car reverse camera with sensors. It's must. Which means it will come down to us also at some point, it's a very useful thing. Yeah. Right? It is.
0: When when we talk about uh, changes it's not just technology it's uh, even to the design. We in the past few years we have seen radical changes in terms of design. So what exactly are the factors behind that? I mean I am sure it is pretty difficult for uh, designers to think of uh, what design they are going to make considering the fact that uh, the design that they are creating today will uh, hit the road say only a few years later, two, three or probably five years down the line. So, what all things go into consideration at such times?
1: One, and I think that is the most obvious thing, is the direction of your family identity. Today, everyone does family identity. I think Audi was one of the pioneers of this. It's essentially, as you stretch the car along, you got the next A, right? You had an A3, you stretch it out some more, you get the A4, <laughs> you stretch it out some more, you get the A6, right? I mean, uh, jokes aside, that's more or less how they did. One would be your family family look. Because today your brand identity is based on people looking at a certain feature in your vehicle and identifying it as your vehicle. A Skoda, Kia, the grill, right? You see the Skoda grill, you know it's a Skoda because it's unique that way, right? You see, uh, if you see uh, just one giant... Uh, wedge on the ground, you know it's a Lamborghini. (laughs) You can identify it as a Lamborghini. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Family identity is one thing. Next, I I would, I have to my understanding would be what is the prevailing demand in the market. Right. Do people want SUVs? Do people want hatchbacks? There'll be a bigger focus on deciding that the most popular vehicle gets pushed to the front of the list and everything else gets derived from that right the way the way an SUV would look today everything else will follow on those lines third uh, is uh, again it's it's an observation I at least I made is with the increase in the amount of computers uh, can I call it intervention or availability that comes into graphics and designing and drawing you have the freedom to design more aerodynamic or sharper shapes which wasn't the case in the past when you had to design everything by hand right because you're sometimes limited by the ability to draw or think whereas uh, with computer generated design and also costs because uh, if if you see in the past they had to do a a lot more clay modeling wood modeling and those things are expensive today so much of that has moved to computers right yeah and has changed the design process. I think the fourth thing also important is you have to make your design a bit timeless, mm. right? I, I'll give you uh, an, a, like a decent example. The Volkswagen Polo that's sold in India today, the car is 10 years old, but yeah. it's it's still it's still that very appealing, enduring design that you like. Tie tie also into this. I was this had come to me today. Is that you'd also look at the way you're projecting the car why do we like the polo why does the polo's design appeal to us because if you notice the way volkswagen has marketed it it's a fun to drive car they've used it in motorsports they've used it in rallying so when you get behind the wheel you feel the same sense of appeal right which is why uh, and and it's a, a relatively un, unobstructive design it's the lines are soft. It doesn't stand out all that much, which means it's a timeless design, whereas uh, some some vehicles that I've seen, insane amounts of chrome on them, the design has aged horribly. Design has aged terribly because uh, what looked fancy and appealing at that time could well change within four or five years. And then you look at the vehicle and you're like, no, I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> do this, it's not happening.
0: No wonder manufacturers these days are going with less of chrome and more of blacked out elements. Huh?
1: It's uh, there's more of a, you know, how would I put this? Uh, it's subtlety is the new key. No one wants uh, or you know there's not all those many cases for loud and shouty anymore, right? Okay. Having a subtle touch seems to be the key of how the ma- market is going these days.
0: No wonder white and silver cars were always famous in India
2: as a choice. And if anyone wants to make it a little more big, they can always go for accessories. right hmm. So uh, Venkat, we talked about how many changes have come in the car. So I want to understand you that with the new technology, car safety features have increased. Right? Hmm. We have got some good features that have made our car driving experience interesting what are the drawbacks? Hai? Kya bhi kuch, uh, points bata sakte?
1: So, one uh, that I can see is you've the more features you want to put, the more there is electronics on the vehicle. more electronics you put and in in something like a car which is outside its entire life. You're driving in the rain, driving in snow, mud, desert. Yes, the quality of electronics has improved it's, you know, car construction is robust and everything, but it's still electronics at the end of the day, mm. right? And there has to be some point where the electronic intervention has to slow down or reduce so that you have lesser components uh, to go wrong on the vehicle, right? Okay. Reliability is increased, but it's still, it's still a probability, right? Uh, why so uh, there's i'll I'll give you an example there was the peugeot 504 the old car it's from the 70s right extremely basic engine steering wheel gearbox you had uh, two large benches at the back you could put i think four in the back and three in front So it was a huge wow. car okay? that, that was uh, that was what it was known as the the uh uh I think it was either called the king of the desert or king of Africa or something because people would buy them and just keep driving them with nothing to go wrong putting 3 lakh, 4 lakh, 5 lakh kilometers driving them in the desert they are only getting rid of them now because of uh, modern emission regulations otherwise the cars will keep going there, there no will be absolutely no at problem at yeah. so I so I wouldn't say it's a balance of electronics but there has to be a point where uh, the electronics has to be just as reliable and just as durable as, you know, the mechanicals have reached nowadays.
0: And uh, Venkat, uh, not only in terms of uh, features, but uh, I guess even in terms of cost, we've come a long way. I mean, when I was uh, finalizing my uh, Creta purchase, i remember uh, the car used to start at around 8.5 or 9 lakhs and uh, today if i go to see the price of a new creta base variant it starts at about uh, 10 or 10.5 lakhs if yeah, i'm not wrong yeah
1: yeah 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 it's around that much
0: so the cost too have come up and uh, with the set of features that they offer it was bound to happen right
1: yeah that is that is something that if your consumers are willing to pay you will offer right there was a time when the expectations were low and the buyers weren't willing to pay which is why the cars were do that they instantly started making more demands the more manufacturers had to offer also if if you want you can see it in this way is that once uh, internet picked up in a big way in India I, I'm not talking about dial-up and stuff uh, mobile internet and no, fast connectivity, people mm-hmm. had access to images, specs of cars being sold in other countries, right? You suddenly look at your same car being sold here and there, you are like, oh, why ye not all these mein nahi hai?" <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right? Yeah, absolutely. True. And you'll be like, I want all of this. And if you make demands, they'll bring, no? Certainly.
0: Uh, Venkat, uh, given an option, what kind of features would you like to have in your ideal car? no boundaries whatsoever no questions asked
1: so when when you say ideal car what do you mean
0: so i mean uh, something like the best of both worlds i mean i'm the kind of person who would uh, want a modern car but uh, without a touchscreen system
1: so uh, i'll i'll be honest with you majority of the driving that i would be i would be doing would be mostly in city conditions which means that uh, outright performance, as much as I would like it, wouldn't appeal to me all that much. I would go bigger. I would go bigger on features. You know, leather seats, uh, touchscreen system, uh, seat massagers. Those, those are actually a really good idea. I, I tried them out. I, they've been coming in a bunch of vehicles. The first time I experienced it was with a class in 2013, and I can tell you, it's a great thing. It really helps out. They're extremely expensive to put and maintain but it's something worthy of having. The other one thing that I would like is non-complicated operations, don't have to click on 20 things to reach one thing in the touchscreen system, button shouldn't be far away, right, standardize it.
0: And Venkat, if you uh, had the option to go for an ideal two-car garage. One being a classic car and one being a modern car. Which would, which would those two cars be?
1: Your, me, that's an extremely difficult question, man. <laughs> right. I mean, if you ask any car enthusiast or auto journalist. So, I, I, from a very realistic perspective, I would go for one SUV and one sedan, right? But if I, if I had to be like unrealistic about it, I, I would probably go for something like maybe a Camaro or a Mustang or something like that, one of those vintage American muscle cars, right? Where you stick your hand out of the window with one finger on the steering wheel, you put it into D and you're just burbling along with a nice… Biding into the sunset. Huh? Uh, with a nice 4 kmpl uh mileage burning a nice hole in your pocket. <laughs> For a country like, uh, like India and the kind of roads we have, uh, one car would always end up being a SUV with high ground clearance. If I can get all wheel drive, nothing like it. Right?
2: So Aditya, tell me which features you like new technology in your car? Or do you like that in your future car these two technologies? Uh,
0: so Swannam, uh, I would say one feature would be uh, ventilated seats and uh, the second would be probably a sunroof, a panoramic one at that or probably 360 degree camera for uh, better vision.
2: Hmm, we wish that you will get it.
0: Thank you Sonam. On that front, what would you choose?
2: Hmm, I think our whole team has a ventilated seat. A hai. So I will also go for ventilated seat. It was a lot of experience. Laga tha. And one thing that I really like is the Staring Mounted Controls. It has become a lot of easy work if you uh, play songs you have calls so it makes your life much easier. So yeah.
0: Venkat, in this uh, complete topic, we have missed out on one crucial feature that uh, is becoming the norm with each passing day. Do you know what that is? ADAS? That's right. And to cover this topic, we will have Sagar coming over to discuss and tell us all about ADAS. So stay tuned, we'll be back next week with another episode.
2: Yes, if you have any other questions, you can send us a link to podcast at carwale.com and you can website carwale.com the uh, latest updates on cars. And our YouTube channel Carwale, you can subscribe to our channel and see our videos and reviews there. So thank you very much Thank you. Thank
1: you
2: and listening to your vintage car stories I
1: am always happy to tell that to people that I got a chance to experience it that way
2: I think Aditya, we always call Venkat something, I mean one or one story that has been interesting that makes our whole podcast an interesting podcast absolutely
0: Sonam and I am sure we will uh, never tire of listening to Venkat's evergreen stories
2: yes, thank you